Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. This is Rob. So, I don't know. We haven't really watched much hockey this week. Dude, it's been a crazy fucking week. Yeah. I've been I've doing my best to the keep one up Flyers with it. Game. I don't even know. What did I watch? I've been trying to keep up with some highlights and shit. Keep it, keep it relevant. What I do know is that I'm getting crushed in every bet that I put. <laughs> but yeah. that just goes to show you there's no givens, yo. I usually try to make some good ones. And, um, dude, you haven't... We can just talk about how crazy this league is. No one really sucks, and no one... Except for the Kings. Well, <laughs> no one really sucks, and, like... There's two teams that are doing really good. I'd say Tampa. Well, I guess you can't say Tampa Bay is doing good. Yeah, right? I don't think Toronto it's Tampa is doing Bay. good. I think it's just Nashville. It's just Nashville. Yeah, Nashville is an absolute monster, which I called. I love them. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, it's just so up and down that, like, my devs, who had an awful road trip, I'm not going to gas them up like I was in the beginning of the year. But even them who like they're not like it's not the worst record in the whole world. It's a losing one, but they could turn it around and they're like 29th. <laughs> yeah. See, That's the good thing about crazy. the Metro is that we're all shit. We all fucking suck. Yeah, that was the thing about like people were like, oh, it's like the end of the world. And I'm not going to go out and, and be that that Homer like this could be re- really bad, but it's really not it. We can like overcome out of this. I didn't like the way that we were losing the games, but but forget all that. I just know people were like posting the standings and like the Facebook groups I'm in just like this is like unacceptable. And it's just like you notice how every other team sucks, too. I said that. Yeah. I got like a million likes, too. I was like, look at our shitty division. Like, the Rangers are a complete shit are in third. The Islanders are a shit are in second. Columbus doesn't even know who the fuck they are in their first. Yeah. <laughs> the it's Flyers looked like trash, and now they look good again. It's only a matter of time before you guys fucking... You guys are the most flakiest group. I don't even mean to single you out, but you can't count on the Caps to win. The Pens we beat twice in the past week so yeah. fuck them and look how bad we're doing it's just insane <laughs> you can't yeah, the penguins have lost to some shitty ass teams this year they sure like have. just when teams <laughs> are doing bad like not necessarily calling you guys shitty overall but like you guys were doing bad and they still lost they and then the islanders hadn't us. gone on that run yet where they won like five in a row or whatever and they Dude, that the run started because of the penguins yeah <laughs> it's but the they won like a bad fault. run before that. Yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't looked great, dude. And but, dude, that's another thing. They won. Well, they beat Calgary nine to one or some crazy shit like two weeks ago. And yeah. now they can't. They can't buy a win. Friggin' Malkins getting thrown out of games and shit. What is going on? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But I don't know. I didn't think, I mean, I don't want I didn't to spend really too much it. time talk about it. I watched the replay, like, I didn't see it live, but it sure did seem like a normal play to me. It didn't really yeah. seem like he was headhunting. Did you watch it at all? No, I never watched it. I just heard a bunch of people talk about it. Yeah, so Oshie, Oshie's just coming in to to play him. You know what I mean? Maybe give him a hit, maybe try to get the puck from him or whatever. And Malkin just, like, lowered his shoulder. And, like, Oshie's just shorter than him. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he, that was but a match penalty, of, I was like, no way. That's insane. That was pretty much like one of the one of three scenarios that I heard. It was either like, oh, she was coming in to kill him. Maybe Oshi was coming in to put a body on him, or Oshi was never going to even come near him. That was I like mean, the three things I heard. I think Oshi was definitely on his way to him, but I didn't think he was going to be crushed. I think he had every right to defend himself. I don't think that he put the shoulder like into his face. Just it's Malkin. He's like got moves and he's big. It's just like if dude's going to try to come at me, I'm just going to I'm going to stop that right now. Yeah. I don't think that he he didn't like lose track of the puck even. That's it'd be one thing if he like crushed Oshi coming in, but it just looked worse than what it was because it hit him in the face. But he was still stick handling. He just lowered his shoulder. I'm not even playing. Dude still had the puck from what I saw, and it was like that can't be a match. I don't even think it was worth two. I think yeah. I don't think Oshi thought it was worth two. He was just like, yeah, dude, that's how hockey works. In the interviews afterwards, he was like, I don't. Yeah, know. I heard that. Yeah, that was insane. I think they're going a little bit too too hard. Did you see my boy, since we're talking about headshots, fucking um, Bufflin crush Boyle's dome the other day? Oh, I saw him throw him like he was like a little kid. <laughs> Dude, he... <laughs> and then he fucked up someone else on your team trying to defend him. Oh, yeah, like Ben Lovejoy went after him. But that yeah. was the shitty part. I didn't think it was like a match penalty, although... Bufflin's shorter than Brian Boyle, so I don't know how he wouldn't be headhunting to hit him in the head. You know what I mean? He's, like, a yeah. foot shorter. Like, I don't know how Bufflin? you hit... Dude, I don't know how... You... Do you see how tall Brian Boyle is? I don't know how you hit that dude that in the head on accident. All right, maybe um, not a foot. I'm exaggerating. Well, Half yeah, a but foot. I think you're... I think they're probably almost the same goddamn height. No way. Brian Look up Bufflin. Boyle. By is six six Boyle six six, Bufflin six one tops, six five. No way. I'm telling you, he's huge. What are you talking about? He's like one of the biggest guys in the league. Well, I know he was big, but he looked shorter than Boyle when that shit happened. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I just are. thought it was a lot. It was. I think people were stretching, wanting it to him to get like so much trouble. But he's an he's an inch shorter, and he's got 15 pounds on Boyle. He got him good, but I'm not even complaining. I don't think that it should have been like suspension or even the penalty was a little much. I just think hitting Brian Boyle in the head, you have to like try. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought it was bullshit that Boyle went to the box because like Lovejoy went over to save him and and Bufflin just dummied him. And then Boyle was like, okay, I guess I'll fight you because I'm not, you can't do that. Like. You hit me, so. (laughs) And then Boyle went to the box. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like, why would Boyle go to the box and Ben Lovejoy's okay? Like, (laughs) I was like, I'd send Lovejoy to the box. (laughs) Oh, man. There's been some weird officiating from what I've seen, too, recently. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, I've missed... I don't remember what I was doing, but I missed, like, the... The, not the, this past Flyers game when they played Florida, but the one before that, I wasn't home. I was doing something else, and I've heard that the officiating's been bad. Dude, there was this one <laughs> funny story. I'm with Nicole, my British friend who likes hockey now because of me, <laughs> yeah. and Catherine, and um, 
And they were like, well, why do you hate Sidney Crosby so much? While we were watching a Devils-Penguins game, like not this this one from last night when we beat them like 5-1 to one last week. And like Crosby got in like this little like fight with like, um, shit, I forget who on our team it, it was. Um, but dude was just like throw like like Sid started a fight basically and they started punching each other with their gloves off and then like somebody else came over to like fight him and like Sid didn't go to the box but like our dude did and the third guy did but Sid didn't and I was like that's why I hate Sidney Crosby yeah. I was like I'm not a hater I'm not somebody who's it's not just because he's good I like a lot of good players it's because of shit like that well yeah, it's like the like, perfect example he's good he's great he's <laughs> Yeah, one of the best players that's ever played the game. I know, but I fucking hate but, Sid. I don't yeah. sit around being like I hate Ovechkin or I hate Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews. It's like Sid gets away with that shit, dude. I don't. I didn't yeah. mean to make this a, t- a shit talk on on like Sid. I just thought it was ironic. They asked me that while this is happening. I was like, "Are you watching the game? That's <laughs> like that's why <laughs> it's right in front of you." <laughs> yeah, if. You should show them the video of... Of him hitting Ryan O'Reilly in the nuts? That's my favorite, Oh, too. that's true. Or he chopped that one guy's <laughs> finger off. Um, But if you want to just see him... Because, I mean, he's not a rat like Marshan's a rat. But he has rat-like tendencies when he wants to or whatever. When he wants he to does. be a rat, he can. If you... A good video for them to watch... If you want to see him being a rat, is like the game four of the 2012 playoffs versus the Flyers. I think it's game four. Whatever one is the brawl between the Penguins and the Flyers. And it just like goes on like throughout the whole game. And yeah, and he went to the bench, right? I don't know. I think it was that game. What, what was the one where he started a line brawl and then like that skedaddled to the bench? And I was like, what? What? He fucking, he did that. <laughs> yeah, game four is where it seems like Crosby's in the middle of everything. But doing nothing at the same time. It's the one where I don't know if Drew dropped the gloves to fight someone or if he just dropped it to like grab someone and pull him off or whatever. But his gloves like sitting on the ice and he goes to pick it up and Sid just like pokes it away with his fucking glove. It's like what a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> He's such a douchebag. I feel like it's funny that you mentioned Martian because I feel like they're both rats, but I hate them for two completely different reasons. Like if I'll say yeah. anything Sid's whining pisses me off, but at least he's not like a concussion machine like Brad Marchand is. Because Brad Marchand yeah. just is like a concussion, like head hunting little bastard. But at least Brad Marchand will fight you too. I feel like yeah. Brad Marchand will fight you. Sid Sid will like punch you a couple times and then, like I said, go to the bench. And everyone will forget that Sid was even out there on the ice. They'll just look around like. I'm like waiting for the day a ref calls a penalty on him for that so I could see his dumb friggin' face like i was just on the bench it's like no we just watched you you asshole (laughs) but yeah i hate martian too but at least sid's not like throwing bows in people's like fucking shit like at a million miles an hour like right in their dome yeah you just chopped your fingers off (laughs) (laughs) if sid didn't get away with it i probably wouldn't even not like him i'd probably be like yeah he's just good it's not that he's not a rat now he definitely doesn't whine like he used to or whatever it's not like Oh, it was worse, yeah. It was worse. It used to be like an epidemic, but it's not really that bad. Well, now um, he's won three times. So, like, he, maybe he learned to just, like, shut the fuck up. Like, he could never win another game, score another point, and he's, like, good. Yeah, absolutely. Sid could retire. He could, like, yeah, I was going to say, he could retire tonight and be 
in the Hall of Fame in three yeah. years. So, yeah, he's gonna be just fine. <laughs> I was watching hits of just Marshan getting crushed the other day, just because I felt like it. <laughs> I was I like, oh, just, good times. If I could have just two videos on loop for the rest of my life, and that's all I get to watch, I just need the short clip of. Provorov killing Marshan and the uh, clip of him standing up Wilson. That's all I need. That could be my entertainment for the rest Ever. of my life. <laughs> yeah. Dude, since we don't have a topic, we're just talking about random shit. Did you see your boy Michael Delzato hit a three post the other day? No. What? Dude, he popped it off the left bar, up into the crossbar, and it hit the other bar. And he went like, and the play literally stopped because everyone thought he scored. And the ref's like, no. Like, that didn't even come close to going in. <laughs> I was Man, like, Del damn. Del like one of the only people on earth that could do that and not score a goal. Dude, you got to see the replay. They took that shit away so quick. <laughs> it was funny because I didn't even mean to see it. I, like, went on to check the scores. And it said 2-1. to one, And then while I was looking at it, they took it away. And I was like, hold up. What's going on? <laughs> I turned it on. I turned it on and I saw that. I was like, damn, dude, he hit all three posts. <laughs> I don't think that bitch has a goal yet either. That was his first goal of the season. Just <laughs> gravity robbed him. Are you watching it? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I was hanging out with Brad too. I was like, dude, you got to see this. <laughs> that's, that's your crazy. fucking boy yo he wrote your goal song <laughs> that's crazy that man i feel bad for that son of a bitch he's actually a, a decent hockey player he's just he's not a bad defenseman yeah i mean he's not a bad defenseman he's all right yeah i poor son of a bitch <laughs> he's sure that he could do shit sometimes too yeah, I mean, I remember when he got signed to the Flyers, and I was actually really excited about it because I'm like, all right, well, this is getting better. You know, I'll take Michael Delzato over most guys that the Flyers would have normally signed at that time. So, but yeah, he, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's just like unlucky. He used to get me mad fantasy points. It'd feel like he never scored and he never did anything for me, but he averaged four points a game. Yeah, he I'm like, he's one of the best defensemen the in this so. group. And yeah. he, it looks like he doesn't do anything ever. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I can't believe how good, like, Thomas Shabbat is doing. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, it's crazy. Dope. 22 points in 18 games. He's like Eric Carlson who? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, man, <laughs> now he's cursed to put the team on his back for the next 10 years <laughs> until they eventually fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. Yo, another thing, it's still early, so I don't like being that guy, and I, like, have pretty much all faith that I'll turn it around, but, like, EK only has, like, eight points, and none of them are goals. Yeah, yeah I know, he's not off to the hottest start. I feel Which like is... he's, like, playing good D from what I've seen. You think yeah, he's, like, I mean... trying to actually be, like, a defensive defenseman now? <laughs> I hope not, because the Sharks aren't doing that good. So Yeah, it's not a good idea in a contract year to be doing that either. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing with like Eric Carlson is like this is kind of like the year that I mean he's gonna get paid regardless. I mean he's gonna make a lot of money either way. But at the same time, he still has to kind of do something or else everybody's going to chalk it up to like, oh, is he still injured? Or, you know, if he doesn't stay with the Sharks, you know. Although someone's going to overbid for him and pay him like $11 million regardless. I'm not saying that he's not worth it, but. Yo, I think, though, if the Sharks don't re-sign him, when do we talk about Ottawa actually winning that trade? Because I know at the time you're like, no, they're stupid. It was bad. But like Tierney and DeMello haven't looked bad. They got picks out of it. If homie bounces after the season, it's like, yo, you paid a lot for a one-year rental. Yeah. I don't – I just don't think that he's going to leave because I think what's most likely going to happen unless – well, I mean, we haven't really heard much about it because, you know, they're not doing that bad. He's not doing that bad or whatever. He's not necessarily having an Eric Carlson-like season. But, you know, it's not like he's doing bad or he's, like, costing the team anything. But if they wait until after the All-Star break, I believe, or trade deadline or something, they can sign him to an eight-year extension instead of seven. Hmm. Because he'll be, like, property long enough of the Sharks to warrant him getting seven instead of or getting eight instead of seven. Yeah, they may already have something cooked up then, but it's not official till it's official. But yeah, I mean, it's not impossible if he leaves. I mean, it does become a bad trade, kind of, for the Sharks. So I mean, if he leaves, I think it kind of almost automatic. And if he leaves and the Sharks don't win, I think it almost kind of automatically gives the win to Ottawa. Because what was that whole trade? How are we going to do this again? I, also, I just want to see. I don't remember if they got a pick back or No, nah, dude. Anything. I think it's two first-round picks with conditions on it. Tierney, DeMello, and, and another prospect or some shit like that. Eric Carlson's probably also just going to put this to bed and put up like 60 points this year. But yeah, just saying, we are tw- like almost twenty games in. I think it's fair to as a discussion, we can dream. Carlson, centers received Tierney, Demello, Josh Norris, and Bowser's first round pick, second round pick, conditions, blah blah blah. I don't really care. Uh, they got like a whatever prospect back. The Sharks did for probably like roster and organizational size reasons or whatever so yeah yeah i mean it could definitely go south for the sharks very quickly um i don't think it's going great right now but at the same time they're still going to be contenders it's still early enough to where he can get going i mean if he had like eight points at like all-star break then i'd probably start being concerned or, you know, if things start, you know, going wrong in, like, the locker room or something like that. But I need to start I watching the Sharks more because that was, like, what I vowed to do this year, too, so I could see it, not just talk about it. But Yeah. I did watch the first couple games, and they just didn't – I don't know. That power play I thought would be dope just didn't look right. It's very bizarre. Yeah. I wonder if that's gotten better. 
I think it has because Brent Burns has been absolutely crushing it. Uh, it's okay. It's 17.74. So it's not great. Their penalty kill is really good. Fucking 88%. But that power play should be a lot better. I don't yeah, really know what's wrong with It should with that be like best play. in the league, honestly. Minus yeah. maybe Toronto. It's because their goaltending hasn't been that good. Which is surprising that their power that their penalty kill is good, but their goalies aren't. <laughs> yeah. That's when you actually have to start worrying about the goaltenders. Yeah. When they're it's like the reverse situation of Bob where we're like, well, his D blows and they give up mad penalties and their their penalty kills shit. It's like, no, nah, their penalty kills just fine. So is their defense, honestly. Just like what the puck is happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong necessarily with the Sharks. I'm not really going to worry about it too much because I think, as you can kind of tell already, that that division is weak. So I think, I mean, it's not super weak. I mean, it's not, you know, everybody's still relatively close, you know, to being able to, you know, go on a little bit of a run and do something. But with like the Canucks being in second still, that's surprising. And I'm really dude, happy that that's holding happening. tight, dude. Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, they've lost three in a row, though. So maybe they're coming back down to earth. But I'm really happy that they've definitely performed early. Um, I know Besser's hurt, so, you know, they're down an important guy there. Now, Pet- Pedersen or Peterson or whatever, he's good. he looks great. Yeah. Too, oh, dude. my God, he looks so good. Dude, it's insane. And they're fun to watch. They're not a team. And that's really that's what you like want what to see said. about a team on the up and up. It probably yeah. wouldn't hurt them to, like, fall back. But as yeah, long that's as they what keep we you entertained, anyway, was that they should be fun to watch, and they have been. Yeah, them being you know better than average has been good early on for them. But I wouldn't hold my breath that they're going to make the playoffs. But maybe they'll be close towards the end of the season. And if fuck if Pedersen keeps going the way way he does, he'll have a Calder. Yeah, he almost looks like a friggin' shoo-in unless, uh, like, one of these defenders catches him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess Shabbat... Is Shabbat Shabbat's a rookie this year, right? I don't think so. No? I don't think he played that much. We need to look that up, but I don't think he's, like, rookie. But... Oh, no, he did play 63 games last year. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah, he's I really gonna run him. away with it unless, like, Chalowski, like, gets puts up, like, 50 points. <laughs> yeah. And, like, plays good D, which is, like, hard to do because he plays in Detroit. Yeah, I honestly didn't realize that he had played um, 63 games this year. I mean, he's already about to, like, eclipse his point total for last year. He had 25 points in 63 games last year, and now he has 22 already. Dude, he just wanted that ice time, dude. He's like, dude, I'm going to take that dude's job. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's he's taking full advantage, and it's cool. It's really cool to see that, you know, a lot of people, and I'm not saying that Shabbat is Carlson yet, but that was like pretty much the main concern that, you know, is Shabbat or what is Ottawa going to do now that they've lost like the franchise defenseman and Shabbat's like, no, nah, I got it. It's cool. Yeah. Dude, every day that, that, that we go by without Eric Carlson on Ottawa, as much of a shit show as that is, when they can stay out of the news. 
it looks more and more like like a, it's on the up and up. That yeah. first pick though is bugging the shit out of me. Like that, it's like unredeemable if they don't do good this year. Honestly, yeah, that. Uh, it... If it wasn't for that, I'd probably be like, oh, they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, like well, because then it wouldn't matter. Picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't matter how well or bad they did. But now they kind of have to keep doing well to get or to keep that pick away from Colorado. It's like one they already might be giving them a lottery pick regardless. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs or not. I lean towards not. They're definitely making the case that they'll be closer to the playoffs than they will be to the top of. The you know the draft board, but yeah, I don't know. Do the they same thing. Lottery the first three picks now, though. You know that from yeah. experience. Yeah. So it's like, and I mean, the past two years, teams with out of the top ten have won picks Who in was, the top three. We won. We were thirteen. I remember you. And who was, um, last year? Who was top three last year? No. Who was third? Montreal. No, maybe it was Carolina then. Carolina, I think, was like 11th. And then they jumped up to 2. Hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure. Because they, they had low odds, too. Um, and so, was, who really got like the dick end last year? And Arizona. didn't get their lottery. Um, but at the same time, they did and they didn't. It depends on how really what happens with Kokinemi. Because... Well, actually, I don't know, because they didn't go off the board necessarily, but everybody thought that Zadina was going to go third, and he didn't, and then he didn't go fourth, and then he didn't go fifth. He went sixth to Detroit, so Detroit potentially made out, although he didn't start the year, and Kokanyemi did whatever. You know, he was argued to be, it was definitely Dolan. Dalene and Svechnikov one and two, and then Zadina was normally the consensus number three until Montreal kind of came out and said like, yeah, we're probably gonna take Kokinemi because they didn't really have anything to worry about because it's not like Carolina was gonna take Kokinemi over Svechnikov because it just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean Arizona got fucked there. Who was five? Um. Brady Kachuk, and then it was oh no, it was Arizona. Arizona was five because I just talked. I was just fucking talking about Barrett Hayton. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. So who did Arizona pick? Barrett Hayton. He's a center. He plays for Sault Ste. Marie. Um, he's supposed to be good. I think they kind of reach for a center. Um, but Barrett Hayton could be really good. Um. And Arizona needed a center. And at that point, it kind of started... It kind of seemed like 1, 2, and 3 were kind of set. Like, pretty much consensus was Darlene, Svechnikov, and Zadina. Or Kachuk. Kachuk and Zadina kind of seemed to switch depending on who was... What? I remember who you picked up off injury that I was mad about. It was last week and it was Brady Kachuk. Oh, yeah, I did pick up Brady Kachuk. <laughs> That's who I was looking for before where I was like, that bastard. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's cool. Um, So, 
I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Arizona's seen like Arizona didn't really get fucked because it did, they didn't pick the consensus best player available, regardless of who ends up being better of Barrett Hayton or Zadina. Zadina was the consensus. They picked someone else, and then Detroit got handed Zadina, and then Vancouver gets to take defenseman. Chicago gets a good defenseman. Then the Rangers kind of went a little bit off the board, but maybe still got a good player in Kravstoff. And then Evan Bouchard made the team for a little bit. He just got sent back down, though. Yeah. And then the fucking Islanders got two great picks that they didn't have to do anything for. So Old Lou just got to push the buttons. Yeah. And I think this is like the first time ever that the whole, like, not the whole Flyers community, but, like, kind of the consensus pick along, like, Flyers Twitter was to get Joel Farabee, and that's who we got, but that never happens. It oh, seems yeah. like every year, or it's, I mean, obviously, like, everybody, there was a, there were some people who wanted Heesher, and there some people wanted Patrick or whatever. I knew Heesher was going number one from the jump, so I'm like, well, I'll just take Patrick then. Yeah. Although, it would have been taking Pedersen now, in hindsight, maybe, but... Yeah, and you said that you thought he might be the best center, but I'm not. That was my big concern, too. I see, like, Peterson or... Is his name fucking Peterson? I'm never going to call him Peterson. I will call him Peterson until the day I die. Okay. Well, Peterson. (laughs) That was my biggest fear, too. Every time I watched him score one of those 10 goals in 10 games, I was just like, oh, God, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Because I love Nico so much. I don't care if Peterson puts up a hundred goals. Like, obviously, like hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, I'm still pretty cool with our pick. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, we were lucky to be there. So I, <laughs> I love Nolan Patrick. I think he's going to be a fine player. Whatever. I honestly could care less about who's better, who's worse. Yeah, me, me too. Like, I've tried to like keep my myself out of it, but I was just waiting to start hearing that in like Devils groups. I'm surprised I haven't seen that yet. Like, someone been like, why didn't we, what a... And it's just like, dude, no. That that was my biggest... I'd watch him score the goal, I'd be so happy, I'd be like, no. Now I'm going to have to listen to it. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like, everybody says that now, but... And I've been watching, I don't know if you've seen it or whatever, but the hockey guy's been talking about it recently or whatever. Um, Pedersen wasn't number... Consensus number three. Um, He wasn't... He was really anywhere, probably outside the top five to 15 or whatever he wasn't consensus number three um no one really knew that he was going to be this good vancouver Um, scouts did well the vancouver yeah uh, yeah (laughs) vancouver scouts knew something everybody else didn't or weren't or were willing to take the risk of taking him over someone else but you know it's not like it was consensus like Heesher, Patrick, Pedersen, or whatever. I mean, it wasn't even like consent, or uh, towards the end, it was like that Heesher was going to go first. Um, but, but even a- when like Patrick was the consensus number one, like the year before, Pedersen wasn't really on the radar, and then Heesher flies up the radar that year and goes first. So, you know, it's not like he was in the mix a whole lot. He wasn't even really consensus top five pick, even though he's maybe the best player in the draft so oh yeah i mean i i feel like the very second that they announce that you have that first overall pick too it's just like 
who you thought you were going to get and who you were looking at completely changes. Like yeah. they probably turned right to the game tape and the scouting of no- of Nolan and fucking Nico, and that was like their base decision. And they were just Absolutely. like, "This is it." Like all other picks are, we're not even going to talk about. Like, so yeah, there's only two it was probably similar here. for you guys. You guys were probably like, "We're taking who the Devils don't." Like this is the easiest first like draft. Yeah, for they us probably ever. like had already watched tape and were just like, "Yeah, whatever." Like whoever, <laughs> whoever doesn't. Well, and I say that, I mean, because it's not like Heiskanen is... I mean, Heiskanen could be a great defenseman for Dallas. I mean, he's made their team this year, so... Yeah, but you didn't need a defenseman either. Like, I feel like it was almost mindless, you guys having that pick. It was just yeah. like, again, you just had to push the button. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't... You don't need another defenseman. Fuck you guys. No. I also... You know what we could talk about? All I could talk about is I don't really want the Flyers to trade for Nylander either. You don't? Not necessarily. Obviously, it'd be great to have him. I think he's going to be a great player, but I don't really want to give up what they're asking for. For one... Have you heard what they're asking for? What are they asking for? Um, I don't know that for sure. I don't know if it's come out and said, like, this is what Toronto wants or whatever. Just there's a lot of, you know... Sportsnet, the Hockey News, whatever, that are giving their list of like probably what the starters would be for acquiring Nylander for the teams that may have the means. So, like, Carolina, Justin Falk, Brett Pesci, whatever, who, whatever. Yeah. And then the Flyers, it's like Ghost or Sandheim. And I'm like, no. Just no. Because one, Ghost, no. It's non-starter. The Flyers shouldn't give him up in a million years. Yeah, he shouldn't even be on the table. Right. Ghost and Provorov are off the table. There's no reason. Sandheim, we'd have, I think that we'd have to give up more. We'd pro- we might have to give up more either way, but we'd have to give up so much more for Sandheim because he's not really... He's starting to show that he's an NHL defenseman. Well, he is an NHL defenseman. He's starting to show that he will be a good NHL defenseman. At the same time, I don't want to give up Sandheim and a first or Sandheim and Simmons and something. I'm just like, this is just like what's out there. I don't think it's worth anything, you know, unless they're taking garbage, obviously. I just don't want him that bad. Well, dude, I mean, they're they're obviously not going to take garbage. They have to make that trade win. Right, but I, I've had this conversation with you. You like have the prospect pool. Like you don't need to your do first it. round pick this year. So I That's don't know true. why. So people are like, oh, like who do you trade? Who would you offer for Nylander if you're the Devils? It's just like I wouldn't even fucking call Toronto. It's like because what we're gonna give up Severson at least, at least, and, and that's our only decent like defenseman that's going to be around for a while that shows like to play like both sides of the puck honestly like butch is great but he's like butch he's you know (laughs) he likes to pass the puck and stuff like that like green is getting old no one wants love joy no one wants green i mean no one wants those guys i'm just saying like we're not giving up vatnin that's not happening like We'd yeah. sink our D, which, like, if you've watched any of the past games, I know not everyone who listens, this is probably a Devils fan. I can tell you the reason we lost them and blown out all those games is solely the defense's fault. It's, like, at least two goals out of every one of those blowouts were easy passes into the back door. No one for 
no defense for miles leaving our goalie out to dry there's like there's like no excuse for blowing up that defense and then on top of that if you you're gonna need to trade a first for an islander that's given you need to give up a first and look at what we just did on that losing streak like i have i have faith that we can come back and put together a decent season but there's no way ray shiro is going to give up a first if there's even the slightest possibility it's a lottery pick yeah like we're not going to be ottawa <laughs> yeah, not and that's the thing. Is like I'm completely fine with parting ways with draft picks at this point. It's just the defensemen that they're going to be interested in are going to be Ghost Provorov and Sanheim. I don't think that they're as much as like I like to believe, but he hasn't played in the NHL yet. That Phil Myers is going to be a good defenseman. He's not proven, so you know I don't think that they're really on. Like, Toronto needs someone who can go into the lineup right now. And maybe it's Phil Myers, because I think Phil Myers could have made the Flyers if it wasn't for some other guys that aren't bad enough to be sent down, but maybe aren't as good as Phil Myers is right now. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, I don't think he's a top four defenseman yet. Yeah, but if you're getting Nylander, you you can give up Simmons, and then you have to give up, you can give up less of a defenseman, I'm sure. Although he's a rental, yeah, but I don't. But yeah, but at the same time, do they? Not that they don't want Simmons, but they need defense. They don't really need it, Simmons. You're right. It's but you nice. Can throw it in. That's true. So you could be like, we're not going to give you Ghost, but we'll give you Sanheim, Simmons, and a pick. Like you know what I mean? It's like yeah, and but as for as much cap space as we have or whatever, adding a guy like because if we're trading for. For Nylander, that means that we're probably giving him what he wants, which is at least seven and a half or whatever he whatever his number is right now for an extended period of time. Because there's no reason of trading if you're gonna trade for for Nylander, there's no reason to sign him to a bridge deal. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Even to save money, it doesn't make any sense. Like you just gave up a first that could be whoever, any potential skill level player because it's in the first round and then this could kid could sit on you next year when it right. ends or in three years he could just leave <laughs> yeah. whatever so there's no reason to and then with the flyers it's like Provorov's probably not getting a bridge deal um connect me maybe gets a bridge deal but it's probably going to be worth money or whatever it's going to be like a Braden shen bridge deal it's going to be worth like five mil you have players that you're going to need to start signing. And I'm not saying it's always good to have forward depth or whatever. But it's like if they really believe in the players that are here, then we don't really need Neeland. And I'd be more comfortable with signing Simmons. Okay, fair enough. Just because I've... you have... Unless this team is ready to move on from Jake Voracek in the future, not necessarily this year or next year, whatever, if they're ready to move on from Jake Voracek in the near future, then you can get a guy like Nylander. Yeah, and I'm, dude, I'm gonna be honest, of the teams I think should make the push, you guys wouldn't be, like, on my top of the list. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, if I had the pieces that you did, I'd at least be playing the game. Like, how can we get this done? Oh, absolutely. We could do it. It would be a fun little thing to do, and, like, you guys could do it, realistically. Yeah. Um, but Carolina needs to pull the trigger. Everyone, dude, I don't know if it's like 
they're not trying or some people say that it's like not a good idea for them but it's just like i don't know how it's not i literally don't know how it's not it's like you have a scoring you need a finisher like you guys shoot a million pucks and none of them go in like you need someone to finish off some of these fucking things for you like you need more scoring you have the defense you prove that you could be good like there's no reason you should have to sit by and not make the playoffs this year like just fucking pull the trigger like <laughs> and then you have nylander and they just got um svechnikov so that's going to be a good player again. He's going to develop. I know he's not like lighting it up right now, but he's also not doing bad. And yeah. then you've got two young guys, right? The Aho. You have like a young, good, like skilled, like core. Your defense is fine. I mean, they need a goddamn goaltender. But again, I, I'll more than bet that they use just a second round pick to go out and like get Keith Kincaid from us at the end of the season or something like that. I'll. <laughs> I'll bet money on it that that's what they do. If it's not Keith, it's some other one. I'm not saying yeah. necessarily that that's my prediction that that's what will happen. But I remember when you asked me that episode, like, well, who's going to be out there that'll be like that? Like, Keith. And, like, I'll – you could just keep going. Eventually, fucking the Sharks will have to part with Dell. Like, someone – like, you know what I mean? They're going to do something yeah. like that. So that just is what it is. They're going to keep doing that until they get someone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But dude, they need to they need to put the it's not like they're bad at scoring, but someone needs to put more pucks in the net there. And that kid fucking might be might be the partial the answer to that. I think so. And they have the defense. I think it's a better fit. I think it's a great fit. I think it's a better fit for him too on their team than it is on your team. Yeah. You're right. Like what do you need, Dylander? Everyone could use them, but and I'm trying yeah, to think of another think team that's got the defensive depth to do it. Uh, hey, the goddamn Sharks. Probably Nashville. Nashville, yeah. But Nashville, oh, I mean, Nashville could use them, but not really. Whose spot is he going to take in their top six? I don't know. Nashville's awesome, though, because they just have a bunch of, like, 60-point guys. We talk, just talked about this. They don't have, like, a... I don't know. Nashville has to probably worry about their cap eventually too, right? That has to be a thing. Eventually, but I don't think that they're. I think they're in a decent cap situation right now for at least a couple years. I mean, they're they're in the bottom. Like literally, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They have the eleventh most cap space in the league right now. Oh, geez. And that's not counting, or if you don't count. They would be tenth if you don't count Toronto not having Nylander signed. So I guess they have the room because I don't think any of those guys are getting are going to be up soon, right? That's dude. They got lucky. Their defensemen signed great contracts. Yeah, they don't have any defensemen except Anthony Bieto expiring this year. Uh, they need to re-sign Hartman, Fiala, and Sissons probably. And then the other two is Ronaldo and uh, Grimaldi. You, you, literally everyone you said though is no big deal. Not no big deal like they're bad. Like you definitely want to keep Kevin Fiala, but it's not like he's getting yeah. like a fucking huge raise either. Right. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, he's he's getting a very. They're definitely very manageable right now, especially for next year. 
Maybe yeah, and no after that shit. it starts to get sketchy because then Yoshi's not gonna make um four million dollars. He's getting paid for time that he's already put in. Fair enough, but I mean you have Suban's locked up long term already. You've yeah. got Ekholm until twenty twenty three on three seven three million seven fifty, however you want to say that. Three point seven five million. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ellis, I guess, just already got a raise. Yeah, he just got his. He's the first of the the core four that's gotten a raise from from Nashville. Like, their actual probably big boy raise. That's probably the most money he's going to make. Yeah, no, and it's fair. I think that's real fair. fair. It's a very reasonable contract. It's probably, it's definitely less than he would have gotten on, like, the open market if he was going this year. Oh, absolutely. On the open he market, got, like, too, seven... he'd have to play more minutes on another team, well, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, like, Yoshi's going to come out of this contract at, like, 30, and he's going to get, like, probably, like, $9 million, if not more by time, like, if, I don't know, if Dowdy's worth 11, man, like, I think Yoshi's probably, like, the most, like, un- unrecognized, like, defenseman in the league. Not Maybe not for his offense, just for his, like, all-around play. Yeah, um, but I mean, as of right now, their other contracts all look good too, though. Like, what Forsberg's going to be up eventually for a raise, but he's that's not for a couple of good what four years. Turris is never getting a raise. Like by the yeah, time Turris if he's done. even still with the four, team, or, it's yeah, going Johansson's down. already locked up. Yeah, they their their offense looks great. I mean, what they have to resign. Craig Smith in a couple of years, who also could probably get less money. Fucking Nick Benino. These are all guys that are probably going to be replaced at some point anyway for someone of a similar value. Oh, so. and if you're looking at cap friendly right now, Arvidsson's on injured reserve, and he's only make he's locked up four point two five for the next five years after this. Oh Jesus, that's a steal and a half too. Yeah, that's so. Can oh we, my I, God. I wanted to kind of talk about this. Um, when we were going to talk about the Pecorini extension or whatever. But, like, Philip Forsberg is such a bargain of a contract. It's insane. Like, oh, my God, I would pay him, I would pay him so much more money than uh, Ryan Johansson. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, Ryan Johansson already had that deal, didn't he? He might have. He might have got that from. Although it was worth it. Like, I, that wouldn't have scared me away. Oh, no, I also he got don't know it from them, true. but he, Did he? I think he signed it after, like, the trade. Okay. So, like, he got an extension along with the trade, I think. I don't think I it's think. bad no value, problem. though. No, it's not. But I feel like it would be so much more fitting if their, like, ma- amounts were reversed. Yeah, fair it enough. It would make so much more sense. Yeah, I mean, it. that's a steal. Again, Arvidsson's a steal. Turris is fine. That's about fair. Um, and again, I mean, it's till he's a little older. But that's another thing. Johansson's still really young, too. So he's got, like, a long way to yeah. go before we start talking about if that's not a good deal or not. It's it's good that he's, like, long-term. Um, yeah. And, oh, and, and dude, fucking Ely Tolvin is not even on his team yet. Yes. So they, <laughs> so they have, like, another young potential stud player coming yeah so and he's probably if he's not ready next year by time craig smith is done there's your replacement for craig smith 
yeah i just i always i always worry about teams like that have like a great especially defensive core because i feel like they kind of get overshadowed and the money can like go south with them really quick but like yeah like there's Tampa no Bay reason is in so much trouble right now oh yeah no they're fine they're like whole defense is like getting ready to expire that's what i mean it it always seems to happen like at once and you you forget about them you pay your forwards you score a lot that's another thing. Their forwards are great, but they none of them put up like 90 points and was like, now you need to pay me 10. Like, you know what I mean? It's like perfect yeah. setup. And I'm just, it's so cool because I love the Predators so much. And I'm looking at their squad and it's just like, no, this core is sticking together. There's like no reason to split it up. That top four is good. Their top yeah. six is good. Like, their goalies are good. I think that contract for Rene was like perfect because I think oh, that he can dude. hold on and it's a good enough value to where if Soros does take over as like the starter, let yeah. Rene be the backup and play like 25, 30 games a year. Dude, and it's not, yeah, you're right. It's not enough money to cry about. And yeah. on top of that, it'd be sketchy if, Sor- if Soros was up for a raise within that contract, but he's not. So what's yeah. the worst thing that happens? You feel like you're overpaying Rene for playing 30 games, but you still have a good goaltender that's only making 1.5. Right. And then Rene retires and he just basically takes over what you were paying Pekka. It's like the dream, that goalie situation. It honestly yeah. is. Toronto or Toronto? <laughs> fucking Nashville is so well managed. Oh, so it, dude, it, it oh like my you can God. look down, like the issue with Tampa Bay is that you would always like look down the line and there would be like some, something that you thought was like a roadblock or whatever, like trade or like signing Kucherov or fucking Hedman or whoever. Like there, there was always like these potential roadblocks. It's like now you look down the line of uh, Nashville and it's like, fuck, they could maybe keep this going forever yeah especially if everybody is buying in or whatever and no one's getting like super underpaid and then you know by the time that they're ready to get paid they could have like other guys ready to come in and like take the lesser paying yeah and there's like there's like no reason why like forsberg in a year or two you shouldn't have an extra one or two mil around to give them there's no reason they'll that looks like they'll do that easy and Let's do this to be fair, because I think that the most proven, I've got some like defenses that I like that are like up and coming, and we'll see. But the okay. two best proven defensive cores in the league, I'd say, is Tampa Bay and and the Predators. So we just went over how great the Predators are, and now let's look at this. So they have Hedman and McDonough. That's golden, although McDonough yeah. just got a raise, even though they have cap trouble, but he deserved it, so that's fine. That actually, actually, he did get a long time too, so that's another little bit of a problem. But you're right, like Strawman, Coburn, and Girardi all come off. Um, and actually, I'm not, I'm not sure all of them are gonna resign given their ages and stuff. Do they have like somebody to take over these spots? I mean, they got Sergachev for another they year have on his Cal ELC. Too. Oh, that should be good. They got Cal so, Foot. How'd they yeah. end up with him? Wasn't he supposed to go higher? He just didn't. No shit. They got him 14th overall. No shit. Oh, yeah. That was the one year they didn't make the playoffs. That Kucherov was like, fuck these guys, right? Yes, I think so. <laughs> that makes sense. Maybe. When you said they got Cal Foot, I was thinking like, well, Tampa's got to be picking at over 20 every year. 
but not that one. That probably is what happened. I forgot that that happened until right now, to be completely honest with you. 14. Yep. That, yeah, that was the year that they missed the playoffs. The year that Stamkos broke his leg. <laughs> That's how it's known there. <laughs> yeah. The year that Stamkos broke. So, I mean, they could be in trouble, though, because they're, they're like non-core core, if that makes sense, is getting a little bit older. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it playing out is I'd say they probably don't resign Girardi. Yeah, they could probably keep Strawman and then flip a coin on Coburn. They could probably pay Coburn less too, and get. And that, well, that's what I was going to get to. They could probably, I think that they could probably play if, they, especially if they get close again this year. Um, or if they win, it doesn't matter. Um, but if they can get close again this year and they can keep everybody buying in or whatever, um, I think that they could probably pay Coburn and Strawman less. Um. And then kind of move one at whichever one, probably Coburn, into whatever role Girardi is playing right now. Let Cal Foot play. Slater Cougar could be an NHL defenseman if he is That's feeling okay, too. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not like it's impossible. I think this could probably be the year. I'd say if anything that they'd probably decide to pay to get rid of Ryan Callahan and or because they also have to sign Braden Point. And Ooh. I don't know if he's getting a I don't think he's getting a bridge deal. No. I mean and they they just put Gord made him a rich man. So yeah. So I could see this being the year finally that they're deci- they're ready to pay to get Ryan Callahan's uh contract off the books and or maybe at the draft trading like tyler johnson that's like a dream that contract for tyler johnson though i'd take that in a heart yeah that's not a bad deal they actually don't have a lot of bad deals but you're right they need that that callahan's relief from that they also got a couple contracts still in the books i think um i mean honestly i just think that the worst one is killorn but at the same time, like, he gives you, it's like you, I don't know, it's hard to, like, get people to understand, but, like, he does play well in the playoffs. He he plays well, period. I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he plays well. He maybe, I don't think that he's, like, a $4.45 million player. I think maybe he's, like, high threes or whatever. So I think that he's a little overpaid, but at the same time, you know, he goes all out. He might not score the most in the playoffs, but he goes all out balls to the wall in the playoffs yeah yeah so but i, mean, I could see one of those they have options they definitely have options of like players that have some value to trade or if they're lucky enough to be able to not have to pay that much to get ryan callahan off the books i think that's an option that they'd pursue well Maybe if they're gonna get rid ryan. of johnson they probably do that together that's possible. But then they also need a trade with a team who has 10 mil in cap space to take them both, which is us. <laughs> which is you. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be that bad. I mean, because you guys could definitely eat Ryan Callahan's contract for a one year? more year. Yeah, no. We, it's definitely and doable. you need the center in Tyler Johnson. 
No, yeah, we need a second line center like in the worst way. I think Tyler Johnson would fit in. I I wanted them to try to pull that off in the off season. I forget what magic they did because they had to re-sign Ryan McDonough. So I was like, yeah, something's going to happen with that. And then it just didn't. Yeah, then they just did <laughs> they it just, anyway. Yeah, it was fine. I don't know why everyone, if, like, I was bugging out because I was like, oh, this is never going to work for them. But it's like, no, they just did it and no one asked any questions about it. And it's fine. Um, yeah. The big thing is, though, is that they're close to the cap now. And next year... It doesn't get any better. Oh, no. Next year, like, what? Kucherov's getting a raise. Gord's raise kicks in. McDonough's raise kicks in. Yeah, dude. So next year could be it. Like, this could be, like, the make or break. Like... I don't think so. I think, honestly, I think that they'll... They're going to get out of it. No, I I think that they could, but I think it's going to require some, like some magic that's what i mean if they if they fuck this up they're gonna fuck it up real bad yeah i think it's definitely gonna require trading someone who is good i mean because i mean not that ryan callahan's the best hockey player but if he wasn't making 5.8 million no one would be talking about how bad he is yeah if he was making reasonable money that the rangers or did they pay him or did the rangers pay him i don't know i don't like ryan callahan (laughs) they paid him but they also paid him like five years ago yeah. So he's probably maybe not worth that much, but he was worth a decent amount five years ago. What, 2013, 14? Yeah, no, he wasn't a bad player. Yeah, he was all right. I mean, he had 54 points the first year that he was in Tampa Bay, so. And then he hasn't been close to that yet, but. Yeah. Those raises just scare me. And then on top of that, if Vasilevsky keeps playing like this, he's going to be a very rich goaltender. Yeah, and that's where I think, like, that's when it's going to be an issue. I think that they'll get through the next two years, and then that might be the one. That could be the dagger. Yeah. Where they have to trade someone, like, very important away. Like, at least, because at least Tyler Johnson's, like, replacements on the team. Like, Point can play the second line center, Gore can play the third line center, or Paquette, or whoever. Like, they have, like, Tyler Johnson as the second line center isn't a thing that even happens anymore. He's already kind of lost that job to point. Yeah. So, you know, and getting another third line center isn't the hardest thing in the world, and they probably already have it on their team. Whether it's Gord or it's Paquette or it's... I still like this Anthony Sorelli kid. He's come out of nowhere, and he plays hard. No, yeah, dude, he could be a third line center. Unless we're wrong and it's, like, luck, but no, he seems to have, like, a little bit of fucking he plays hard he's got hate in his heart man <laughs> yeah. he, he, he he may not be a bad player oh and palat's on injured reserve yeah but i mean that just me i think that's just someone we forgot about that their team is going to be just fine without tyler johnson i mean yeah it's it it really will it'll be yeah i mean and if they really needed to they could if they really needed to they could always you know find someone to play next to Instead of having someone play center for Stamkos and Kucherov, just have Stamkos play center again and find another wing. Yeah. Put one of these guys on the wing, and then that bumps JT Miller down, and that bumps Point down. I mean, I yeah, I could make a top six without Callahan or or Tyler Johnson right now. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Well, just Stamkos, Kucherov, Gord, 
Palat, fucking um, point, point, and then yeah, Kalorn. Kalorn. Is that five or is that six? That's that. Kalorn would be oh, six. Oh, JT Miller. If you even JT had Miller. Oh, and JT. How do we forget JT Miller? Yeah. I don't know. We were just talking about him, dude. Their top nine are all top six players, so they would eat that just fine. Yeah, honestly, because I don't know, man. It's. Yeah, I mean the defenseman thing is going to be a tricky thing to do. It's gonna, it's really going to come down to how much longer are Braden Coburn and Strawman going to be serviceable defensemen? Do they want to hang out for less money at the chance to win a cup, or you know, because they know like what's going on or whatever. So they really, you know, they probably know better than at least better than we do whether or not this team has played to its peak or it hasn't. So. Yeah, and I don't think it does. It has yet. I still think that you know it's going to be close. I think that them. I still think that them in Tampa Bay or them in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay and Nashville, are my favorites. Um, I know a lot of people. Uh, well, I like Winnipeg, just the way that Nashville, and I still, I, I will still pick Winnipeg for my cup, my cup winner because I did in the previews. Because I think that they could definitely do it because they have a wagon too. But you're but you're coming over to my side though, right? The Preds, bit, the Preds are something special. A little bit, but not fully because the Preds were something special last year and they got kicked out in the second round. They were good last year That's too. That's right. They were also the year that they made it to the cup final. They were the eighth seed. Yeah, so. I get it. I get it. I do. But I have faith, uh, and even if they don't win the cup, they're they're gonna be good for a while. It fucking looks like it. They would have to really, really fuck this up, and I don't know how yeah. they would. Um, and on top of that, it's never who we want. You wanna know who's gonna win? Like the Wild. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be dope. That would be dope. The the better that they do, because I wouldn't have picked it like, oh, I really want the Wild to win at the beginning of the season. But now that they're like doing good and they're like kind of in range, I would love it. There's like a lot of their players that I like who are like getting older, who like if they don't yeah. do it soon, they're never going to win a cup. So I'm like completely yeah. cool with it. I'm like, dude, let them go for it. But you know, it's going to be some, and they never won before. They're like my new, <laughs> my new go for it. But I, I think the Preds are the best in the league, dude. They really are. They've they've showed up every fucking game this season. Yeah, and barring whatever happens with, I don't think it makes them contenders above Nashville or Tampa Bay or Winnipeg. Still, I just don't. Barring, but barring whatever happens with the Nylander trade or signing or whatever, I don't think Toronto's winning it. Oh, no, I don't I either. I don't think so. I still think that this... I, I think I said it last week or maybe... I don't remember if it was last week or the one that got lost forever. I still <laughs> think that this team gets exposed by Boston. And they did. Didn't they just beat or lose to Boston 5-1 to one the other night? Without Austin Matthews, of course. Maybe. I just feel like this team is still so young. Like... Yeah. I'm like, I feel like they could turn into one of those teams like the Penguins, who's just like good for like a very, very long time. So for me to root for them to win a cup right now when they, I'm going to have to deal with that for a while, which I won't mind. It's fine that that's going to happen, but it would be silly for me to root for them right now because there's a bunch of other t- people whose like time has come and like theirs is like yeah. just beginning. And I, right. I don't want to make it sound so cliche, but like playoff experience, like 
they don't have it. They definitely need to learn how to lose a little bit in the playoffs first, I think. Yeah. Even the dude they brought in in Tavares isn't like a playoff guy. The only thing that's sad and the only like happiness I'd take away if Toronto won it now is Patrick Marlowe will get a cup. But other than that, it's like yeah. Austin Matthews is, can probably fine. get one. Like Marner, Tavares like, is still young and will still play for that team. Otherwise, everyone else, it's just like, your time will come, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't think that they're ready. I think that's about it for this week, huh? We talked a lot for two guys who didn't have anything to say. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus Christ, a fucking hour and eight minutes. Yeah, we're boring everyone to death with this shit. So let's go fucking Preds. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at OffTheBarCast, and you can follow me on Twitter at FuckYouRaf. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at RobinJoey. <laughs> and what am I forgetting? Nothing. I you said oh, that you I love that our fans, and we hope that they keep listening, and we'll see them next week. All right. All right. Until next week. This has been Off the Bar, and I'm Joey. And this is Rob. And we'll see you guys next week.